Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello. Guess who again? Yep, it's Narelle. Uh, I just wanted to take a moment to thank you very much for joining my Patreon. It really means a lot to me and the guys at Black Salmon who put the podcast together. What your contribution does is ensure that we can keep delivering weekly episodes of Narelle Fraser interviews on a regular basis. Believe it or not, there's actually quite a lot involved in producing a podcast Outside of searching for guests and coordinating times, etc., there's a monthly cost with the recording software and then we have to pay a producer to bring all the magic together for the final episode. I absolutely love bringing my podcast to you. So thank you so much for your generosity and contributing to help keep my podcast on the road. We, myself and Black Salmon, hope that you enjoy these bonus episodes, which are just for you. <laughs> Thanks. Hi, everybody. I uh, hope you've had a good month. You know, I felt sick to the stomach and... I've got to say, deeply ashamed uh, to have once belonged to an organisation where former Detective Senior Constable Murray Gentner also belonged. I don't know Murray Gentner and I don't want to. Mr Gentner was one of, I think it's four, Victoria Police who escaped pretty lightly, in my view, having leaked personal photos and information regarding Danny Laidley when she'd been arrested and conveyed to a police station to be questioned about an offence. There are few who wouldn't have understood the gravity and damage leaking of such a photo and information could cause, unless it appears you were Murray Gentner. Danny Laidley, for those of you who aren't aware of her, is a former AFL player and coach who had kept her life as a transgender woman private with very few others knowing her battle to be accepted as Danny. But then Murray Gentner decided to share photos of a clearly distressed, dishevelled Danny Laidley in a closed WhatsApp group. These images 
um, and apparently very offensive commentary found their way onto other platforms and the mainstream media. And, you know, that was always going to happen. A person who's in police custody and in an interview room is more than likely very anxious, stressed and confused, often as to what's going to happen and maybe coming to the realisation that their world has come crashing down or starting to crash down. You're often in a police uh, station or a police interview room on your own until maybe a solicitor or lawyer uh, arrives, but you are way out most, are way out of their comfort zone, scared and very unsure of what is going on. I would think those in an interview room and in police custody are at their most vulnerable and to take advantage and ridicule a person in that position is almost unforgivable. What sort of a person who has such power over another due to his position of authority as a police person would do that? Former Detective Senior Constable Murray Gentnerwood. Murray Gentner fronted a disciplinary hearing in September 22 regarding sharing those images and information about Danny Laidley. Only those closest to Danny Laidley were aware of her battles within. The general public was certainly not aware. But it took Murray Gentner and a few colleagues to tell the world. Murray Gentner received a 12-month good behaviour bond and he was required to complete a Respecting Dignity course with the Victoria Equal Opportunity and Human Rights Commission as a condition of his return to policing. As I said before, I thought that penalty was very light, well, too light. He faced other charges of accessing and disclosing police information without reasonable excuse. However, the case was dismissed with the prosecution failing to establish that Murray Gentner had a duty not to disclose the information about Danny Laidley. It sounds like he got off on a technicality. However, the bottom line is it was within the law and it couldn't be proved what he did. That's our system. I'm not sure where the actual photo of Danny Laidley came from, whether it was Murray Gentner that took the photo of her in the interview room or somebody else, but it, it doesn't matter. He still distributed it knowing the offence and distress that it would no doubt cause. And unfortunately, and I suppose you would accept that it was a big story. To be honest, when I saw the photo in the paper, I felt sick for Danny Laidley. Just, it was obvious how vulnerable she was, but I felt really sad because she was just so distressed and I couldn't help but think what a huge invasion of her privacy it was by taking that photo. How could anyone think that was worthy of sharing to others? If he was that excited, if Murray Gentner was that excited about it, why wouldn't you just get on the phone and ring your mates or whoever he wanted to? You know, like you'd never guess who's in the interview room right now. I don't know. But I assume the fact he returned to work meant that he'd attended the Respecting Dignity course 
with the Victorian Equal Opportunity and Human Rights Commission and he'd passed it satisfactorily. What the course covers would be fairly obvious, I suppose, I don't know. Danny Laidley sued Victoria Police civilly and settled out of court for an undisclosed sum. She sought, quote, aggravated and exemplary damages, unquote, for being uh, brought into public ridicule and contempt. Murray uh, Gentner's behaviour showed to me the disrespect that he had for anyone any different to him and his beliefs, how his penalty could be a deterrent to others, uh, officers, particularly those who were just learning the ropes is beyond me. To behave so appallingly with such disrespect for another human being, as I said before, it's almost unforgivable. You may note I'm giving Murray Gentner a tiny little bit of, oh, I don't know, leeway, a little bit of, a little bit of rope, but I stress very tiny minuscule, because there's more to the story, as always, and I'll get to that shortly. I only learned recently that in 2019, I think it was, that Murray uh, Gentner was also found, this is after the uh, he'd been to that uh, Respect and Dignity course, that, and after he'd been uh, fronted the disciplinary hearing, he was found to have images of dead people on his mobile phone. Again, I don't know how or who sent him the images. I'm pretty sure they were Victoria Police colleagues. But he kept possession of them without authorisation. As I keep saying, after he got this get-out-of-jail-free card regarding Danny Laidley and attending that course, at beggar's belief what you could possibly get from keeping or storing pictures of deceased people on your phone. The images were of deceased people at crime scenes, I believe crime scenes here in Victoria, people that they didn't know but were dead. The thought that anyone, but even more appalling police attending the scene, police who've been entrusted to serve the community with respect, honour and supposedly upholding the law, and they take a photo, let alone share it, of dead people at a crime scene is so offensive, I don't have the words, let alone the poor family and friends and loved ones of those deceased persons. Murray Gentner dropped to a depth few of us could imagine. It just shows such a lack of integrity, compassion, moral compass or understanding of humanity. And and to my knowledge, none of the officers, I think again there were four, uh, including uh, Murray Gentner, have been charged. I don't believe any of them have been charged with a criminal offence, despite the fact possession of such restricted data without authority is a crime in Victoria and could even amount to the offence of misconduct in public office. If that's not misconduct in public office, I will go he. I am obviously not aware of all the intricacies of this case, so I can't give you the reasons he wasn't or hasn't been charged with that offence. So why do I say what he's done is almost unforgivable? 
maybe I'm being a bit naive, maybe I'm being a bit soft or I'm not taking a hard enough line with Murray Gentner. But I do feel a tiny bit of pity for him. Because in between the Danny Laidley incident and him being found to have those images of dead people at crime scenes on his phone, Murray Gentner was intimately involved in the Burke Street Massacre. And I have no doubt he's no different to every other officer that I've heard who attended that scene. They are very, very damaged officers. In January of 2017, just to fill you in for those who um, aren't aware of the Burke Street Massacre, in January of 2017, a man was driving a stolen car when he ploughed into pedestrians on Burke Street Mall after having been followed by police for several hours after he'd stabbed his brother earlier in the morning. That man received a 46-year jail sentence and hopefully he never sees the light of day and breathes the air that we breathe. I've read that this man, this maniac, um, had an obsession with Murray Gentner and after stabbing his brother, Murray Gentner had tried to convince him to surrender via telephone and text messages, but it was to no avail. I have no doubt that Murray Gentner tried everything to avert the ultimate disaster that it was. Murray Gentner was in no way responsible for what occurred as decisions were being made far above him. All Murray Gentner was doing was what any police officer would do in that situation and do everything or anything he could to try and calm the suspect down and encourage him to surrender to police, but it never happened. Murray Gentner kept his job after sharing those photos of Danny Laidley but was sacked earlier this month for disgraceful and improper conduct by Victoria Police's Professional Standards Command. Murray Gentner was one of a group of VicPol members who had these images stored on their phone, but Murray uh, uh, Gentner was sacked for his behaviour, and I think justifiably so. I don't know the outcome of the other members who'd uh, had these images on their phone, but it isn't known if the uh, photos came from uh, homicide scenes, uh, fatal traffic accidents. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Or if the images depicted people who died from natural causes, I don't know. No wonder, though, that the public are losing confidence in our police force. The complaints seem to be increasing and the complaints themselves are really concerning. The Victoria Police watchdog, IBAC, uh, released statistics recently that show complaints against the Victoria Police Force had increased by 14% in just 12 months. They received more than 1,900 complaints about Victoria Police, representing almost 70% of the total complaints it was asked to investigate. I've said before, it appears to me investigations um, against police behaving badly by police internal investigations doesn't seem to be working very well. However, in saying that, I know of recent findings where police have been charged for offences committed on members of the public and the victims have been treated with the utmost respect and compassion and police have been dismissed. So it is working in some respects, but as a rule, I think a totally independent system needs to be seriously considered for investigating police. While IBAC and ICAC, which is the New South Wales equivalent, they've got the power to recommend the Department of Prosecution consider criminal charges if they believe there's adequate evidence for prosecution, neither of them have the power to actually enforce any kind of disciplinary action against police officers or to go through the court. This lack of sort of teeth has been a constant criticism of both watchdog bodies. I mean, what's the point of being able to force people to, uh, to give evidence, which they can, but then keeping everything secret and then what do they do with the information? It's like they, uh, they got to working out 80% of how the I, uh, IBAC or ICAC would work and, and they've just left the other 20% hanging because it was too hard to decide. Um, we need a body with stronger oversight and one which can deal with it all rather than passing on these what I look at or think of as flimsy sort of airy-fairy recommendations, it's useless in my book. Both bodies are poorly resourced and they're underfunded. Well, if you're going to form these bodies, well, you've got to make sure they're funded and you've got to make sure they've got the correct resources and, and the right amount of resources. Why even... Why establish it if you can't do it properly? There's just too many cases where we, the public, don't hear about cases of, say, police brutality because it's heard behind closed doors and kept secret. I don't think it should be. Again, 
The point I make is that police investigating police, I don't think is working. Police have exceptional powers. We can stop, question, detain and arrest people. We can search and seize property, vehicles, people's bags. We can fingerprint them, photograph individuals. We can conduct intimate body searches in certain circumstances and we can use force to control the situation, depriving a person of their freedom and dignity. That's what I mean when I say we police have exceptional powers. It's imperative that in the main people trust and support their police. If Victoria Police continue to respond to um, police brutality, In the same way they have for years, nothing's going to change. And the force's record of failing to deal effectively and decisively with complaints against police, it'll continue. We as police, I can't help myself, I still refer to myself as we as police, Um, but we as police may think we're investigating it fairly and properly, but what about those on the outside of our bubble? I wonder if they would see our behaviour as justifiable. I don't think often they do. Um, Use of force is where many of police complaints come from and it's a very contentious yet very understandable issue. Pardon me for bringing out the old line, but it's true and it's difficult to get around. People who've never been confronted with somebody deranged and or angry and or dangerous can never comprehend or understand what happens to our bodies and our minds, police-wise, when that occurs? And I wouldn't expect them to. There's so many situations happening all at once when you've got a, um, a something happening, like trying to deal with, let's say, the highly agitated person, keeping yourself at a safe distance, thinking about every word you're using with this person so as not to antagonise or increase their anger. And amongst all this... You're trying to think about who else is around, who's close, who might be in harm's way. Um, You're trying to ask for backup on the police radio um, and Triple O, Esther, are wanting to know what the situation, what's happening, who's there, the address. Yes, we're trained to manage these types of situations, but every person dealing with the same situation will have different emotions, they'll have different reactions, they'll have different levels of when to act or what to leave alone, different ways of de-escalating the situation, different stress levels. We use discretion in every situation and sometimes that discretion can have major implications. Reading about a situation which has occurred and then judging the outcomes can never ever um, take into account emotions which go with these situations, it is so easy for others in hindsight and with time to suggest what should or shouldn't have been done. Reading about a situation or even listening to an account given can never emulate increased stress levels, blood pressure, no matter how well you describe it or how how you describe how you felt at the time. I just believe it's inherently dangerous for one organisation to be investigating complaints against members of that very organisation. I suppose it's hard to explain to um, to anyone who hasn't experienced hypervigilance how edgy that can make you feel at times. From my point of view, the conflict of interest, it's, it's just too close and police rightly in many ways 
think very few understand why we might act a certain way or do something, which we've um, had to make a decision about in a millisecond. Sometimes that decision we make may not have been the best option, but it's what we believed was the best one at the time. Also, what you see in the small window that you're looking at, you may not see something else that everybody can see because you are so focused on what is right in front of you and what is happening with that person. Tunnel vision. Yeah, it's dangerous, but it happens. During a bank robbery, the teller may only just see the gun or the hat that the person's wearing, not the face. It's impossible to take everything that's going on in and remember everything as to why you did what you did and when you did it. Uh, Team cohesion, it's important in any office, in any workplace, but with ours as police, our life can depend on our colleague or colleagues. There's very few careers where that occurs on a daily basis. By depending so heavily on your colleagues, the group loyalty, that brotherhood and sisterhood is so very strong. The uniqueness of what we do, it does bind us together often for life. Uh, Police investigating police has always been an issue because of that uniqueness of our job. But I don't believe it's working or has worked. There's too many variables. So many who go out um, who, who go to what we used to call double ID, Internal Investigations Department, ESD, the Ethical Standards Department, the Department of Many Name Changes, or Professional Standards as they're now known. They know the people they're dealing with. They know the people they're investigating. That's a difficult position for most people to ignore or manage. We've also got the OPI, the Office of Police Integrity, which is now IBAC. I've got some great friends who've worked and are working at IBAC and in professional standards within VicPol, but it doesn't change my mind that I think we need to think about another way of investigating our own. I suppose here I'm getting at, I don't think our own should have investigated Murray Gentner. I think anyone else that investigated uh, that matter I don't know many people who would say, I think you deserve to have your job back, initially with the Danny Laidley incident. Like, why don't we hear why IBAC, for instance, have or haven't made a certain decision or how they've come to that decision? We just need more um, of these decisions to be held in a public forum so that the public can see justice is being done. I wonder what Murray Gentner would have said um, to the disciplinary hearing, I think we all would have been interested in how we would have justified his behaviour. Many times I found that when a department within the police department investigated their own, they often found the complaint unsubstantiated. Yet when an outside agency uh, of some sort conducted their own investigation, the complaints are upheld. So I don't know, what's the correct and fairest way to investigate complaints about police? To me, an independent panel of people representing all different corners of the community, including police members, not comprising of all police members, would give it more balance. In closing, Burke Street damaged a huge number of our community, including our police. 
those members who attended or had anything to do with Burke Street need intensive treatment. I'm aware of too many who are so damaged that they've never been able to return to a job they loved. It changed people and they'll never be the same. I hope the police that attended received the appropriate follow-up care and psychological treatment because what they witnessed and dealt with, no human being could deal with. Why, while I don't for one minute condone Murray Gentner's behaviour, is it possible that he has been so badly affected by Burke Street and other incidents he's been exposed to as a police person that he has lost whatever compassion, integrity, understanding of human nature that he has got left? Maybe Murray Gentner thought he was okay, as many of us do, <laughs> but we aren't. We need others to tell us that, as we'll always tell ourselves we're okay and make excuses. Thanks. Hey, it's Narelle here again. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the podcasts as much as we enjoy putting them together. But to make sure you never miss an episode of Narelle Fraser Interviews, hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a rating and even a review. And please share it with all your friends too. And again, thanks for joining us. We have got some amazing stories to tell. So thanks again. See ya. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.